Hi. Hello, hot vibes, and welcome back to a recap of Never Let Me Go, episode six. Yay. Um, so I'm a little injured. <laughs> oh? Literally five minutes before we started recording. Um, the cats wouldn't stop licking the trash in my trash can, so I kept getting up and picking them up. Will you guys stop that? And so I got up, but I tripped over the cord, my power cord for the computer. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And I went like toe first. <laughs> so it's bleeding from the corner of my nail and oh. it hurts a lot. I don't think it's broken. I think it's fine. I'm looking at it. It looks fine. Um, But it hurts like a bitch. So I have ice on it right now. So if I go ow in between, uh, that's why. <laughs> okay, good to know. Yes, yeah, so it's been a fun morning. Um. But we already talked about our week on, on yesterday, so... Yeah, not much has happened in the past, that's like, less than 24 hours since we last saw I went to Nutcracker, that was fun. Oh, how was that? Good? It was nice. Yeah, it was nice. I've never really been to a ballet before, so that was cool. Nice. Hmm. Okay. Well, we got some audio messages from yeah. Abby Casares, so... Heck yeah. We will... Play those. The first one is Never Let Me Go. I'm with you, Emma. <gasps> oh. Okay, so it's completely random. First, I love that you called us hot vibes because that makes me feel great about myself. <laughs> like saying I'm a hot vibe. <laughs> uh, anyways, I want to say I want to accompany you, Emma, in this road of hatred towards Ben because I'm there with you <laughs> when I watched uh, Never Let Me Go I'll, I also hate Ben I hate ben. <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know why there's something about Ben that makes you hate him I don't know I don't know why I don't trust Ben there's something about Ben that's just I don't trust him and I remember I sent a lot of messages to my friend when I was reacting to this show and in all of my messages I always say I don't trust this dude, I don't trust him. I don't like him. <laughs> See, it's not just me. There's something weird going on with that guy. <laughs> and like, like I kept saying, like back when I first watched it, I was the same way. Okay, yeah. See, that makes me feel better. <laughs> yeah, I'm just playing devil's advocate now because again, I feel like someone should. I believe he's the mole, or at least like there's something off, like there, like you know, something yeah. weird's going on. So next is Never Let Me Go Part Two. I'm sorry, Billy, but I just, I don't trust Ben also. I don't like him. I find, I find him to be, I don't know, I just didn't like him. I'm sorry. Um, I do remember that when I saw him first, I I also thought the same thing about that you guys thought that he was the kind of person that lets people go when they're no longer of <clears throat> of their, their useful to him. Like, when they're no longer useful to him, like, he drops them. <laughs> That's I also felt that when I saw it, and I told my friend that. I also and I do I do remember that as soon as in, in the first episode, as soon as that dude the the, the mole the first mole, uh, as soon as he appeared, I literally the first scene I suspected him. I was like, this bitch is fake. This bitch I can smell him a mile away. This bitch is fake. So I I wasn't really surprised when he was reve- revealed. I, don't know, I tried to give him the benefit of the doubt, but it did not work. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he was he, he was still evil. <laughs> so next one is a never let me go. I don't think Ben really likes Nung, or maybe he does. And here's the thing: I mean, I I know he's not doing exactly a lot of bad stuff, but I I just I don't trust Ben. There are things that he does that I'm just like, this is not right. <laughs> And also, I don't think he really likes him, and I think Nguyen is uh, aware of that, because it's like uh, I saw in a K-drama once, which is called Because This Is My First Life, my favorite one, beautiful uh, K-drama, but the, a guy basically told her that, uh, the, well, the main character, that he liked her because she was innocent, and she didn't like that because they saw her, uh, he saw her as an innocent person but she wasn't exactly innocent like she was smarter than she let on and i think that this is the same case when it comes to knowing and ben yeah i don't 
I don't think Ben really likes me. I was, I've been saying, I don't trust the, the, the guy, you know? <laughs> the way I see it is, I think that Ben knows that he had a lot of similarities with him. Like, they both like music and stuff. And I think because of that, he thinks that, oh, he's who I'm supposed to be with. He's who I like. And, like, that's what's supposed to work. Because we know that him and Chop are kind of distanced when they were... Because they were once friends, now they're not, because they had different interests. And I remember, I think when he was talking with Chopper about liking it, Nung, he said that, like, oh yeah, well, we both like music and we have similar interests. So, like, I think that's more of Ben's mindset, is that they think that because they have similar interests that they should be together or whatever. I see that. And if he's not a mole and he's just a dude, uh, here's my advice. Um... <laughs> Just don't worry about, like, your similarities. Worry about, like, the the way that you, like, speak to each other and, and what it feels like to hang out with each other. Wor worry about, like, you know, how you mesh personality-wise. Don't worry about, like, the things you have in common. Yeah, it's great to have, find someone you have things in common with, but ultimately that's not going to be what keeps you with mm. someone, you know? You're not going to be like, oh, we can't break up. We both like music. It's not going to be like that. Yeah. <laughs> You gotta be like, oh, we can't break up. We actually enjoy each other's company. You know, it's got it, you gotta do something. You know, you not gotta not focus yeah. on that too much. Um, so next is never let me go part four. And here's the thing that he said that he wanted to protect him, and I feel like knowing doesn't really like that. And even though it's there's another thing wrong with having someone wanting to protect you, I feel like Ben sees him as someone that needs protecting, like that that he's weak and needs someone strong to protect him, or I don't know. I just feel like he sees him smaller than he is. Uh, not lesser, he's smaller, like he needs to protect him. And I don't I don't think that he really takes into account that he's, he's smarter than, no, he knows he's smart. He's stronger than he lets on. I don't know, I just feel like Ben likes this idea of Newing, and I feel like Newing knows that, and that's why he doesn't exactly open up to him. Also, something else, and I'm gonna say this in the next one. Yeah, I mean, he he. The first time when he was coming up to him, kind of at first, was he was like, "I just want to be your friend," and and yeah, that's great. But like from that standpoint, I was seeing it, now that we've kind of gone through it, it feels like he was being like, "I want to be your friend because I see you have none." You know, like I like I want to help kind of like or I, I pity you like I feel like it was coming from that side but also coupled with the oh he also likes music like I feel like he wanted to like save him but like no that's not what you should do <laughs> I I I kind of disagree because I feel like I mean maybe there was a little bit of like he wanted to like help him because he had no friends or whatever but I also feel like when I still feel like what I said earlier, where the whole, like, oh, they had some interest and that's why he got close to him thing is a big factor. But I also feel like if he really wanted to protect him, he wouldn't have thrown him under the bus in the principal's meeting. Yeah, but you'll do anything when you want to, like, hide or... or... Yeah, but, like, I feel like... I don't know, I feel like Pom's I'm defending more that. like that. <laughs> I know, I was gonna say. <laughs> Look how the table's turned. I know. <laughs> um... Like, I feel like Palm's more like, oh, wants to protect Nung in that way. Especially towards the beginning, but I feel like now he's kind of getting less that way. I don't really yeah. see Ben as, like, trying to protect him. I think it's more just he's, again, the similar interest. And maybe maybe it's because, like, he's maybe he has, like, a fascination with him or something and something like that. I just don't see him protecting him. Because, like, the first time we saw him, he was, like, already into him, I think. Because mm. we saw him turn around and look at him and be like, ooh. So. Yeah. I don't know. I, I'm not entirely sure what to make of it. All I know is I don't really like it. <laughs> <laughs> um, next is Never Let Me Go Part 5 or 6. I believe it's Part 5, though. Yeah. Also, so it's been, like, uh, quite a while since I saw this. I don't exactly remember if he said this but the fact that ben said that he has liked him for a while and then he says that he has known like he has known that sorry that knowing is being <laughs> i'm so sorry that knowing is being bullied and yet he didn't do anything about that 
and it's not like okay so maybe he couldn't do anything but why not why not approach him like why not be his friend before if he liked him like why suddenly he has to be his friend so i don't really trust that 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 he likes him. i don't know it's just i don't trust it <laughs> but it's just that like why he did he wait so long if he knew he was being bullied he could have been there for him his friend gotten closer even makes a good point like he was the school president he still is the school president my bad he's the school president and nun's getting like bullied and stuff and i feel like whenever we saw him mention it he'd be like oh that sucks it's okay i'll be your friend it's like okay you're school president though you could like stop it like you could you could like try and figure something out too like he's doing he's doing like the sleuthing all on his own trying to figure out who's doing it and he's and then bends off to the side being like be my friend love me like you could stop maybe the you could try and at least like find out who is bullying him <laughs> i see that school president you know but also I don't think Nung would have wanted that. He wouldn't want someone to fight his battles for him. He wouldn't want Ben to put a stop to it for him. He wants to deal with it himself. And I think Nung would have been mad had Ben tried to put a stop yeah. to it. Because we know Ben we know Nung likes to be very independent and likes to take matters into his own hands and deal with his own things by himself. That's a pretty big part of his character. And I I don't think he would have been Yeah, but still I feel like the fact that he like I feel like if Nung, yeah, Nung, Nung would want that. Sure, he never voiced that though, and Ben could have taken what he wanted away from that. Oh well, but he can make his own decisions, you know. Like just the fact of him going, I don't think he like would have even. I don't know. I don't know. I I need more info first. Well, I get. <laughs> but that's why I think Ben tried to approach him more as like a friend or a crush or whatever, is because he kind of like because he know that if he did try to do something, Nung would have liked that. Because Nung wants deal with things his own way and also the fact that by being his friend or confidant or whatever it kind of shows that nung has someone in his corner so he be so he doesn't feel completely alone in that sense but not anymore well, yeah but, <laughs> you know we, we, well, he's we got palm. <laughs> um next is never let me go part six so yes he could have gone he could have been knowing uh, safe space you know so i don't really trust him at, at all <laughs> and also like he's really mean to palm and like palm doesn't deserve it really like sending this employee like leave palm alone <laughs> but anyways that's what i had to say i also don't like Ben, and i'm there with you emma so don't feel alone because i also don't like him i'm sorry i'm really really sorry to leave <laughs> uh and also i wanted to say about the cold paper thing with the name in Chinese I am divided with that because even though I I think it's a pointless gift because he he knows Chinese like so it's like you're receiving a piece of paper with your name in English like it's I feel like that's the same thing because he's really fluent in that language so uh next part so with my thing with the whole paper name thing yeah, in retrospect, it was kind of pointless, but also, as someone who went into it thinking it was going to be a stupid paper heart, and then it turned out to be something a little more creative, because my hopes were so low, and the fact that it somewhat was a little higher than that, I was kind of like, oh, looking back on it, it wasn't what, the stupid thing I thought it was, it was actually something a little more creative. I like that you're like, well, see, my expectations were already very low. They were. Um, I, I, I agree with this last time, too. Like, again, my expectations were so low to the fact that it was a little, like, better than it. I was kind of like, you know what? Like, a little credit there. I'll take it. Yeah. Nah, I think I still think it's quite stupid. Okay, whatever. <laughs> anyway, last part. Never let me go. Part seven. So, yes, it would have been, like, receiving your name in English. So, I think that's a pointless gift. Like, that to me, that seems like a point, pointless gift. However, if he had received his name in a language that he knows, knowing doesn't know, maybe, yeah, that would have been a really sweet gesture. Like, maybe a sheet of paper filled with his name in different languages, that would have been a really sweet gesture. Or maybe his name illustrated with the musical notes, you know, or translated into musical notes, the way that they sound, like their phonemes. I don't know. Something like that. 
that would have been really sweet. Or even like, for example, maybe his name in Japanese or his name in Hangul, like in in Korean. That would have been really sweet. But I don't know, even your name in English, that seems a little pointless. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like he could have done something else with his name. I think. Like, yeah, I agree. I like the musical note idea. I like that idea. Yeah. That also that makes sense because they both like music. This is just a piece of paper. Yeah, no, I, I definitely see. Again, there were a lot of things he could, and that would have been better. Like, I definitely agree with that. But again, the whole because of what I thought it was gonna be, and the fact that it wasn't that, it was something a little better and a little more creative than that. I was more like, okay, like I'll I'll go give it to you. Okay, fair play. Hold on, I'm yeah. Okay, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Um, anyway, this episode is called Escape. Dude, this episode, I think it's my favorite of the season so far. I knew it would be. Because because, it, it, because it's a classic isolated episode with just the two people. Yes. I was going to give you that vibe, actually. I forgot. I was going to be like, oh, episode six. Oh, because it totally is episode six. Yeah. And that's like a, the classic oh, like isolation episode. Yes. We stand. Honestly, this was so cute. I love this. I was watching this like, stop. Don't yeah. make me, don't make me blush. <laughs> so we pick up where Nung and Palm last left off, where they were, at the wherever they were, and they need to shut off their phones so they don't get tracked and change out their uniforms and everything. And Palm does inform Nung that his dad will call him when everything is okay and it's safe to come back. And then Nung asks where they're going, and Palm reveals they're going to see his mother. Ooh. See, I, he said that. I was like, shit, what? Since when? We've got mother now? Yeah. <laughs> Where'd she been? <laughs> I Side note, I love her. Yeah. She's kind of crazy, but I like it. Yeah. I, 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 I you, you take some issue with her a little bit, but we'll get there. I take a little issue with the fact that she's not in her son's life, but that's about it. Yeah, that, that was pretty much my issue. And then, and then Chris has his dad later, even though she's like an absent parent. And it's kind of like a little hypocritical yeah. in that sense. But we'll talk about that. A little bit. So they get on the bus. Um, and we do find out that his mom did leave when she when he was young. So she kind of just like walked out and left. That kind of sucks. Yeah. I mean, but... But living with uh, his dad <laughs> probably wasn't fun. Yeah, I hate I hate to be the bitch that says it, but like he's really annoying. Okay, <laughs> but why leave your son with him? That's a very good point. Take your son too. Like, <laughs> did we have this conversation once before where like a mother leaves the son with like an awful father or something? Because I feel like we've had this conversation before. No, you know what it was? What? Is that um, Hot Mom left um, Li Ming with the uncle and then freaked out when he was like, oh, I like a boy. And she's like, you, it was your fault. You turned him gay. It's like, well, if you thought any of that, why did you leave him here? Not that that's a thing that happened. Oh, yeah, yeah, maybe <laughs> like, something like that, yeah. Yeah, it was something like that, I think. I think that's what it was. That's what clicked in my brain, at least. Yeah. But yeah, Pom does assure Nung that they will be safe when they get to where she is. And I like a palm says like, hey, if you feel sleepy, you can rest my shoulder. He's like, he's like, no, and just like leans back. <laughs> this is so funny. Yeah. Um, until later during the bus ride, he does actually fall on his shoulder. He does. Against his will, because he's asleep, but that's okay. You still did it. a gesture. <laughs> So then they get off the bus and they're on like a boat and we find out Nung gets seasick. Yeah, no, I, I was watching this. I was actually watching this downstairs with my mom and she looked up when that happened. She was like, I was like, hey, look, it's me when we go whale watching. She's like, oh, yeah, you're a terrible woman. <laughs> Which is really annoying. The first time I ever went on, I was fine, like at least for most of it. But then I made the mistake of looking down at my phone to see the videos that I took. And I can't look down on, like, car rides either. Like, I can't look down on my phone on car rides. I have to be looking up, like, most of the time or hmm. I will get sick. So it was a very bad idea to look to, to look. Is it the looking down part or the, the phone part? I don't. Well, it's, I think it's the looking down at something part. So if I was, like, uh, reading something, 
I would probably be sick as well. I think because mm. I, I, I it, it did not go well. I was like curled up in a ball first time I did it, like it in the bottom of the ship. And the second time, I was like, I have a picture of me hanging onto the side, going like this, <laughs> like trying not to throw. <laughs> I still do it though for the whales. <laughs> yep. So we arrive at My Michelle Bar and Cafe. Fun. And the woman there is like, oh, are you here? Like, here, like, here's kind of just, like, greeting them and telling them what everything costs. Mm. And Pom says, no, we're here for mom, or ma'am. And she's like, oh, are you debt collectors? Because, and then starts screaming, be like, Ron, get out of here, go. Ron! <laughs> she is so funny. Wait, I like her a lot. She's very funny. <laughs> she's fun, yeah. Ron, get out of here. I believe in you. And Pom's like, no, I'm not a debt collector. I am her son, Pom. Oh, and she's like, like it's a little like, ooh, that she was like, you, she has a son? It's like, oh, shit, she really is gone. <laughs> yeah, like, she she really just left and didn't Yeah, even talk about him. Yeah. yeah. Goddamn. So she does go get ma'am. And when he, she says, oh, like, your son Pom's here. She goes over to them, and she's like, which one of you is Palm? Which one of you is Palm? I was like, oh no, that's not good. Like, yeah, she's kind of fun, and I'm, I'm sure you only like it because she's a stoner, it seems, but, like, I, like, it just, it, it feels a little icky that she is so out of her son's life that mm. she couldn't even tell which one of them was Palm. Yeah, I do agree with you there. Like, I, as a parent... She's horrible, yeah. but as a, a her personality in general, I I think it's fun. <laughs> yeah, I see that. But it's a little ugh, that she literally just doesn't even know yeah. what he looks like. <laughs> and Pom's like, "It's me, hi," and she kind of says, "Like, why do you just suddenly show up here? Like, is someone after you?" And Pom lies, and he's like, "No, we're just here for vacation." Uh-uh, no, someone's after you. I like that he does tell her, kind of, eventually. Um, but, like, dude, if someone is chasing after you, tell someone. Especially someone that you might be able to trust, you know? <laughs> yeah, but she also didn't even know that with Palm, like, two seconds ago. That's good, so maybe he doesn't trust her yet. <laughs> so, yeah, it takes time. Good point. And she also asks if Nung is another son of his dad's. <laughs> She was like, he gets around. <laughs> I'm like, this is a family dynamic. Yeah, this is interesting, to say the least. Yeah. So she said, like, she'll arrange a room for them, but they will need a work to pay for the room. Which is fair. Yeah. Um, so she kind of starts showing them around and asks if Nung knows how to ride a motorcycle, because that's the only real way to get around without paying for expensive fees. Hmm. And Nung's like, no. And he's like, okay, well, when you leave, take Palm with you, because he looks like he can ride a motorcycle. Yeah, he does look like he can ride a motorcycle. <laughs> Just his whole ambiance says, I could totally ride a bike. Yeah, and we know he does. We know he does. So. Know. Yeah, he does. They have a little um, Tale of a Thousand Stars moment. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. So she takes them to their room, and she says, like, hey smoking pot is forbidden don't do that but if you want some come find me don't do it however i do have some so if you do want any yeah i love that please i i, I know it's just because like I'm, I'm a stoner but like i love that please it's so funny so um she does leave them alone to like unpack and everything and nung asks if non called yet and he says no. And Nung starts worrying about his mom, wondering what happened to her, if she's okay. Yeah, we don't know. We don't know. We don't find out at all this episode. So Ah, uh, that's very stressful. <laughs> yeah. And Pom tells Nung that he thinks she'll be okay and she's probably just only injured. Hmm. I hope so. I don't know. She was shot. I, I was trying to remember where she was shot. It was like in the back. But, like... It was in, like, the middle, like, body region. What if it hit her spine? That could be really bad. Oh, I hope she's mm. okay. 
oh, I was just I was just starting to be like mother, you know? Like Yeah. I didn't want her to go now. Yeah. But Nung kind of assumes that Kit was the one behind this attack. I mean, I would not put it past him. Yeah. Also, okay. I was paranoid this episode. Okay? Paranoid. Because when Why? they were getting on <laughs> when they were getting on the bus, like there were two guys that like followed them onto the bus, but not followed them. They were just also getting on the bus. And I was like, two guys. One of them's wearing a different color jacket. It's the guys from the, the bike. Like I was all stressed. I was like, the guys from the bike are falling. And then the, the two guys come up later and they're like and, and, and for like a room or something. And my immediate first thought was, Oh god, it's them. Um, but like I don't think it is. They just seem like a nice gay couple. <laughs> you know? <laughs> You need to chill a little bit. I I'm so, I was paranoid, man. I don't know look, what it was. But look, this was a fun beach getaway episode where everything's calm and nice. Like yeah, after after those those two sweet gay guys show up and and I go, okay, wait, no, they're probably gay. Um, I was like, you know what? I think I'm gonna chill. <laughs> and everything right. got a bit more more chill after that. But like for like a couple of them, I was like, it's you. <laughs> no, it's you. <laughs> I really thought they got followed. <laughs> yeah, well, it doesn't seem that way. Thank goodness. So then Nung asks Pom if he's going to tell his mom about the relationship. And Pom's like, what is our relationship? <laughs> I was like, shit, okay, we're talking about this now. <laughs> and Nung says that you're you work for my family. Yeah, okay, that relationship. Not the whole one where we kissed a second ago. Yeah, all right. <laughs> yeah. And um, Pom says it's not necessary and we can just act like friends while we're around her. And asks if he can just call him Nung. And despite the fact that's what he's been wanting him to call him this whole time. It's like, I've been saying that. Like, why yeah. don't you just do that? <laughs> so then the next day or later after they change or whatever, Pom's mom gives them some chores to do. She has Pom kind of work the bar. And Nung moves some stuff in the back. Hmm. And he goes in there, sees a piano. There's a piano! And he's like, you know, we could turn this place into like a, you know, to play live music or something. And she kind of chews him out a little bit. You could, though. <laughs> well, that's the thing. I'm like, I'm like, it's a good idea. And she kind of like goes off and he's like, oh, what do you think? I don't know how to run my own place. Like, kind of a... Big ol' fuck you to any suggestions that he gave. I think I I think she's very independent. I think that's what it is. And so if anyone gives her like a suggestion, she's just like, no, I know how to run a bar. I'm fine. Despite the fact she, that she has debt collectors coming to her door. <laughs> yeah. But but she doesn't realize that he is part of like this giant conglomerate family run company. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. And, and it's very in character for Nung to be like, oh, think business and be like, hey, what can bring us more money? Like, that's very, that's how he was raised. So, like, seeing the yeah. civic weight, a lot of music would be better than the reggae music you play on your phone or whatever. So, yeah. Yeah. But eventually, I think she'll get there. I think she'll be like, you know what, actually, you're right. Because if there's a piano there, he will be playing it. I they they won't just introduce a piano and then not have him play it. Yeah, <laughs> okay. and we know he plays piano, so like, that's what I mean. <laughs> if there's a piano, yes. then you can play it. <laughs> so back at the bar, your two guys who you were suspicious of earlier showed up. Not anymore. They're really sweet. <laughs> <laughs> not anymore, I guess. David and Wu, I think, are their names. David's trying to talk to Palm, speaking English. Palm's struggling to understand them a little bit. He's like, no, I don't know what the fuck's going on. Yes. So, I mean, fair, because I didn't know what was going on when they were speaking Chinese, Mandarin, so. <laughs> yeah. Um, but Nung does come in. He speaks English, and he kind of, like, sorts him out, kind of sets him out with the room and everything. Then switches to Mandarin when he finds out Wu speaks Mandarin. And then they have a conversation. Like, it's a whole yeah. big, like, multilingual, like, conversation going on Yeah. Here. Three different languages all in the bunch. Like a span of a minute. <laughs> and, uh, I love, I love that his boyfriend. What was his name? David. You said David and Wu. David. Okay. I I love that David like looked at Pom like I don't know what they're fucking saying. You know what they're fucking. <laughs> He's like I have no idea what's going on. It was so funny. Like three languages at once was really cool. And I it think was, David yeah. said he was French. 
Well, French? yeah, David's David's from France and Wu's from China. Okay, sweet. Yeah, and also I feel very stupid because when I first watched this, I went back to watch my reaction. When I first watched this, um, when I came over and started speaking English, like, and you know, was kind of communicating with him, and then he's like, "Oh, you speak Mandarin," and started speaking Mandarin too. I was like, "Oh, that's so cool! He speaks Mandarin." And then, he, and then he says, "Like, oh yeah, I'm, I'm learning in school." I'm like. Right, every fucking episode, there's been a Mandarin class, and he we know he speaks Mandarin, <laughs> and I'm like, I just, I felt very stupid in that moment, so that's just... <laughs> that's so funny, just like, whoa, I didn't know you spoke Mandarin. <laughs> it, it was like a good, like, five seconds of complete ignorance. He's legit teaching Pom and tutoring him on how to speak Mandarin for the class, and you're like, whoa, what? Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Um, but then Pom's mom comes over, joins the conversation, and she essentially shows him to their room. Yeah. And so when the three of them leave, Pom asks Nung, he's like, oh, are they together? And Nung's like, yeah. But Wu kind of gets upset that David doesn't know Mandarin, because when he scolds him in Mandarin, he doesn't understand what he's saying. <laughs> he could just scold him and be like, no clue. <laughs> It's alright, you don't know I'm calling you a dumb bitch, it's fine. I think that's better or worse if you're scolding someone and they can't understand you. I think, I think it's, I think it's better, you know, live in the unknown. Just like, if, like, imagine someone saying the worst shit to you, I wouldn't want to know. <laughs> I think it depends, like, if they're saying something that they need you to hear to, like, correct your behavior or something, it's that's, good to hear it. Yeah. But if they're just saying you're a fucking dumbass... It doesn't matter if you hear it or not. Yeah, then I don't need to hear it. But if I'm not, yeah, if they're just like actually correcting something and being like, oh, I'll try this, then yeah. Yeah. And then Pom asks, are you going to scold me in Mandarin? <laughs> and he's like, they're like, they're like doing a stare. They're doing like, yeah. I was like, oh. <laughs> and he does call him Ben Dan. Yeah, which yeah. Is a fool. <laughs> which is what he wrote in his cast. So that yeah, yeah, it is. Yes, it is. Oh my god, which is cute, and like I still think about the fact that Maggie was like, "Who would do that?" I was like, shut the fuck up. Yeah, <laughs> like, a, like, like, let them have their little thing. <laughs> yeah, like if my, um, like my friend would probably write, "Love you, you big idiot." Like I, I still be fine with it. Like, yeah, it's a loving, it's a loving fool, you know. <laughs> mm. Oh, and something I forgot to mention was when Nung was introducing Pom to the two guys, he, in Mandarin, he calls him Penyo. And I heard it. When he said Pen- You heard it? You're I learning! Heard it. <laughs> so I was like, ah, I hear it now. I heard Penyo! <laughs> Pen- oh. <laughs> yeah. Every, t- every time I hear it, I try and correct myself. Like, Penyo. 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 <laughs> then that night they are in bed Pom asks Nung what he does when he can't sleep and Nung says he listens to classical music he asks Pom and Pom says he swims till he gets tired mm. but Nung can't listen to music because he can't turn his phone on because they'll track it exactly, yeah, exactly. So. I'm trying to think of the best way to solve this I guess maybe go because they didn't they go, like, they were driving to, like, the beach at one point later on. Maybe one of those shops has, like, a CD or something like that. Classical music or something. Hmm. Maybe find something, you know? Play it on yeah. that, play it on Go play the piano. Maybe that'll be enough classical music for you, too. Well, normally he needs to, like, listen to it as he starts falling asleep. He can't play it and fall asleep at the same time. True, but, like, um, Palm swims until he gets tired. He can't exactly fall asleep in the water, you know? That's uh, true. But then, Nung asks Palm why he kissed him. <laughs> and Palm says to make you feel better. Because <laughs> you were sad. You fucking, you fu- you literal, you literal pendang. Like, you, you fool. You idiot. <laughs> you could have, you could have right now just been like, oh, because I like you. And we could have solved this whole dilemma and actually had like some development. But you gotta be like... Oh, you know, out of pity. <laughs> yeah. My, my dude. My dude. No. I was, like, yelling at the TV. <laughs> well, Nung does some yelling in his own right, where 
he essentially says, okay, well, next time, don't do that. Don't do that. Because Please don't do that. to him, a kiss is a special thing, and he doesn't want it to be just part of his job. And next time, just make a joke or something. I think, here's my thing. Like, I think it's easy to, like, maybe sometimes forget the feeling of something, as someone who forgets a lot of things. Um, maybe some people don't. But maybe, like, like I- I'm looking at it like, do you, but do you remember that kiss? Like, do you remember what that kiss felt like? Because, like, watching it, I was like, oh, shit, that's not out of pity. Like, <laughs> like dude, mm. that that was a kiss. So, <laughs> how do you kiss like that? And then be like, oh, that was probably nothing. <laughs> I think maybe in Palma's mind, he's kind of still, like, denying it himself. Oh, maybe. And that's why it was so easy for him to be like, oh, no, it's just part of the job, you know? Yeah, because especially now that it's just those two, and it's kind of like, he, he, right now, he needs to be his bodyguard more than ever. Yeah. He can't really afford to let feelings get in the way. That's another thing, yeah. If he lets feelings get in the way, it could damage it. But as we've seen him talk about, um... In his mind, like, I guess it wouldn't maybe get in the way because he said when he, you know, aims the gun, he thinks about the person he cares about the most. So maybe it could help to get together. Like, he could be like, I care about him the most. Fuck you. <laughs> I, yeah. Maybe that'll help, you know? <laughs> maybe he thinks Nung's in a very vulnerable position right now, which I think he is after his mom got uh, shot yeah. and how he's leaving his whole life behind. Oh, yeah, very. He seems in a vulnerable position and he doesn't really want to, like, cross those boundaries. True. I don't know. But I think we will take a break here, and when we come back, we will be seeing some debt collectors. Ah, great. These bitches. So, we'll be right back. And we are back with a recap of Never Let Me Go, episode 6. Yeah. So, we pick up the next morning where Nung is walking down the stairs, and we see, I think, two debt collectors, one grabbing Palm's mom's wrist and kind of, you know, asking for the money that she has. Leave her alone. Yeah, eventually she does get them to leave. So that's Mm. good for now. Good for now. Debt collectors don't normally just give up. No. Let her smoke her weed in peace. Yeah. And we do see that when Nung and Palm go over to her to ask what was that about, she lies and says they were looking for a room, but they thought it was too overpriced, so they left. Yeah, okay. They were, like, grabbing onto her like that because they were looking for just a room for the night. Mm. (laughs) Which also shows that while they're lying about their reason they're here, she's also lying to them as well. So it's kind of like... Yeah. The trust isn't there. Which, again, she hasn't been in Palm's life his whole life, so it, it tracks. Fair, yeah. Yeah. And then she kind of sends them to the market and tells them to get breakfast because she's not going to make anything for them. <laughs> you go get breakfast. I don't want to make breakfast. I'm not, I'm, I'm not your mother. <laughs> um, so they get on the bike. Palm tells them to sit closer, otherwise he might fall off. You see, I said this was very, like, Tale of a Thousand Stars, but honestly, this is, like, every BL. Like, it happened in last... Twilight, maybe? Did it? I was gonna say, like, the bike stuff is now, like, a common trope. It was in My School President last week? I was gonna say, My, my School Pre- it literally happened, like, literally yesterday when we were talking it about that. just happened. Like, it happens in, like, every fucking show. It, it's not just a thousand stars anymore. Now it's, like, a trope. Oh, yeah. It's everything. Yeah. And Palm tells Nung if he's scared of falling off, he can hold on to him. He does not. Yeah, of course first. not. <laughs> And then he's like, (laughs) Well, they ride for a bit. They go shopping. Yeah. And then they are at a a restaurant. And it's run by the um, girl from before. Yes. Who works for them. She's great. Yes. (laughs) And she says, be careful. These dishes are really spicy. Pom kind of warns his Nung. Like, hey, they're spicy. And Nung says, like, oh, it's fine. Proceeds. To eat them. Side note, actually, to build on spice, uh, another thing happened yesterday after Nutcracker. I went to get Indian food for the first time. Ooh, how about that? 
It was fun. It was very nice. Some of it was like spicy, but in like such a nice way. Like, I'm like all the food was delicious. Every single thing I had, yum. I also had a drink. It tasted like roses. Like it literally tasted like how roses smell. I thought you don't like smelling roses. Of course I don't. But I know the smell. So like, yeah, it's not like I don't like smelling them because I don't like sticking my face in a flower. But like the smell isn't like a bad thing, you know, like it's a rose. Yeah, I, I, if there's a physical flower in me, I will not go near it. But like, this was a pink drink. <laughs> so, I don't know like, if I would want to drink a drink that tastes like flowers. It is it, like it tastes like how roses smell. It was so interesting because I like sipped it. Yeah, roses smell like, that good. Ooh, and then like two seconds later, I was like, I can smell roses. What the fuck? So like, it was weird. <laughs> and I had everyone try it. I was like, you want to try it? I was like, you want to try it? <laughs> All my family and everyone was trying it. They're like, you're right. <laughs> Anyway, yum, spicy food. <laughs> yeah. Um, so Nung eats a lot of spicy food. Insists it's not spicy. And when we return back to the um, hotel area, whatever the fuck she runs, he notices that his lips are burnt and swollen because of the spicy food. He literally just goes, uh, all about yeah. his lips. Yeah, I was is, like, hello? <laughs> he is all up on his lip. And <laughs> he does say, well, Nung actually does admit once they're kind of alone, is that he didn't know it was too spicy for him, but he didn't want to hurt Tam's feelings with the mm. whole spicy food. And then proceeds to run to the bathroom. Yeah, okay, sure. Not spicy at all. <laughs> no, yeah, no. He, yeah, he's going through it now. <laughs> I always try to make sure that I don't admit if something is too spicy for me. <laughs> like, I'm really... Uh, my pride lay, lies in spice. Like, really? I will... I don't know what it is, but I'll never admit if something's too spicy for me. Except for, like, there was, like, one thing that was so spicy. I was like, nope, that's it. Nope. Yeah, I remember you mentioned it. You said, it was, like, a spicy chip or something. Or, like, the third most hottest chicken sauce oh, or yeah, whatever. Oh, yeah, the ghost pepper. You, you mean the ghost pepper chip? Yeah, that one. Something like that. Yeah, that was good. I didn't, I, I, I didn't, that wasn't actually that spicy. Well, there was one you, well, you admitted to it being so, you said we're like the third ranking spiciest th thing or sauce or whatever that like. Oh, oh yeah. That was the worst thing I've ever put in my mouth. Yeah, that I'll see, admit. That, <laughs> see, okay. I remember you admitted that. That was hard. I literally, I didn't even like, I don't think it even touched anywhere in my mouth. I just put the chip in my mouth. That the sauce, a tip of the sauce, a tip of the sauce, a little tiny atom of the sauce was on that chip. And I put it in my mouth. It did not touch anything in my mouth. And I went, <gasps> <laughs> like, just the vibe of it was the worst thing I'd ever experienced. So, yeah. Mm, okay. <laughs> that I'll admit. So, ma'am oh, did overhear that conversation and noticed that when Pam was talking to Nung, he would talk more formal to him, calling him Mr. Nung or whatever. Mm-hmm. And she kind of called him out on it when they're alone. She's like, when you're with him alone, you talk formal to him. But when you're around me, you talk informally to him. What is that? That's weird. <laughs> yeah. She does ask if they're dating or whatever. And... I thought he was going to say yes. I, I did thought... too. I'm like, that's a perfect excuse. I thought that like, he was totally going to be like, yeah, totally. We are totally dating. And they would have to fake date or something like that. But no. That would have been a fun throw, but no, he actually comes clean and admits that he's his bodyguard. And this is where the hypocrisy I talked about a little bit earlier comes in, where she's like, how could your father do this, like, put his only son in danger when she walked out of his life when he was a child? True. But, like, when I was watching it, I was like, I agree. I'm so on your side. Like, why would the fuck would his dad be like that? Like, what the fuck? Because <laughs> I don't like him, so. Like, I agree with that part, too, but also, like, Coming from her. Yeah. It's also, you know what it's giving? You know what it's giving? What is it It's giving, it's giving um, Heartstopper, Nick's dad, season two dinner. Where he was like, he, he was talking to David, um, Nick's brother. And he's like, you're not the man I hoped you'd turn out to be, David. And then uh, Nick's mom is like, as if you have any right to say that. You barely see your children. <laughs> Ooh, that's true. It's giving that, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Except this one, she doesn't even barely see them. She hasn't seen him since, yeah. like, she left. Like, exactly. job. So, but, no, I do see that. Yeah. It's like, it's like you can't really criticize 
the yeah. parent of your child if you left your child. You don't really have much in an opinion. Like, as, or and that much shouldn't as, be able to happen. Yeah. And like as much as non has been pretty bad so far, at least he stayed with Pom. At least yeah. he stayed and ra- raised him and didn't like abandon him like she did. So like I agree that you know he shouldn't have like been like oh my child come be in harm's way and be a bodyguard for this family that keeps getting shot at um but she doesn't necessarily have a right to say that yeah and she kind of also calls out Nung's family and kind of says like oh they don't really care about you if you die then they'll just replace you and which we know is not true judging from Tanya and Nung like they do really care about not Pom and Non and, like, all their real, like, help or whatever. Yeah, they've been amazing. Yeah. And then we have Nung and Pom on a bike ride. Once again. Yes. And Pom says he's taking him to a surprise. A surprise! Yes. And this is where he wraps his arms around him. He's like, fine. I give in. <laughs> yeah. And we go to a nice little, like, view of the ocean on a cliff. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. It's so pretty. Yeah. Nung does not seem impressed, though. He, he's like, you took me to water? <laughs> really? It's like, yeah. this is a very nice place, you little bitch. <laughs> yeah, well, well, Palm says he doesn't have money, so this is kind of the best he can do for him. True. Yeah, I, I definitely see that. How money can be, like, a kind of factor in that in growing up and what you deem like a big or small kind of like surprise you know especially like location wise because like as a rich person you're like oh my gosh you took me to disneyland or oh my god like i'm trying to put it in american terms but oh my gosh you took me to disneyland that's a great surprise like but just to the beach would not be as big of a surprise like in like those cities in the u.s or, or like for rich people especially yeah like the money would factor into that um, even though he's not like, you know, that kind of person where like money is everything. Mm-hmm. Um, it's still factored into the way he was raised. So I definitely see why he's 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 like that. But he changes his too. I think it's more of like a playful. T- like, I, I do think he appreciated it. I think he's just like very playful because he kind of says like, oh, if you want to wow me, you're going to need to do better than that. And like, that it too. seems very playful. <laughs> like they're teasing each other. I agree with you there. I, sometimes I get too philosophical. <laughs> yeah, no, but... I, yeah. <laughs> I do. And so then they go, I think, down lower in the cliff, closer to the water. Oh my gosh, that area was so cool. They like sit in like a round a- cutout area of the cliff. And they're just yeah. watching the water. Very pretty. And Nung talks about the cow herd and the weaver girl. Yeah. And their story. And it starts to think that... Um that his life is actually worse than theirs because he doesn't really have like a place to meet or look forward to once a year where they at least did. They did, yeah. Yeah. But Palm says that's not true because you have a lot of people who are important to you. Like Tanya and dot 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 other people. And <laughs> and other people. Yeah, other people. Other people, totally. Other people. Um, all this talk, can I say, about the cowherd and the weaver girl, I'm a little scared it's foreshadowing. <laughs> oh? I'm a little terrified that it's foreshadowing and this is gonna end in a way where, like, they can only see each other once a year or something like that. Or I don't know how, but, like, but I'm very scared that this is, like, foreshadowing because they keep talking about it. <laughs> and this will yeah. be their space to come back to once a year, you know? Like, um. the beach or some shit. I don't know. I'm scared about that because I don't want it to be like that. Because I watched a K-drama... Which was really good, but it ended in a way where they could only see each other like once or twice a year for like a week or something like that because one was from North Korea and the other was from South Korea. And they would go to a different country completely to see each other for like a week every year. And oh. so I, I like, it was, it was like nice, but it was such a sad fucking ending. And like, I don't want this show to end like that. <laughs> you better not be foreshadowing. You better not have done this to me. <laughs> I'm not going to say anything on that, but I do like the theory. I like where your head's at. I'm right there. <laughs> but then we go to the beach, and Nung asks how he knew about this place, and Pom says that he asked Tom, and says that her boyfriend takes her here. Oh, okay. 
And then Nung responds to Palm that he's not his boyfriend. So. Okay, well, yet. <laughs> yeah. So they do go down to the beach. Nung reaches into Palm's bag and pulls out a gun. Oh, that's fun. What? <laughs> I mean, it's good to know he still has it. Like, Yeah, it's know. good to know he still has it, specifically because, like, if someone were to, like, randomly show up at, like, his mom's house or something like that to, like, kill them, you gotta be prepared. Even at this beach, yeah. if someone showed up randomly at the beach. Now he's prepared to protect. Yeah. Pom also tells Nunk to not play with the gun, because he does point it, I don't know at what, but he was just holding it, and he's like, do not do that. And lowers it. No, no. Guns are not toys. Yeah. And then Pom offers to go for a swim. So they do that. They play around in the water. Yeah. It's, it, it's it's really cute. Cute. <laughs> it's it's really a fun cute. little beach vibe. I love a beach vibe. Like there yeah. are so many shows that I would, I've been like that we've watched like specifically for this and just outside of that where everyone's always playing in the water and shit. <laughs> yeah, there are there are very classic tropes. I realize uh, exactly. a lot. Of there are very classic tropes <laughs> between the beach and the motorcycles. That's just what we talked about all, this episode. There. there are plenty more. Damn. Yeah. So then that night they kind of just sit on the beach, and. Nung says that one day he's going to come back and buy this beach. Fair play. I mean, if it's pretty enough, I would. Yeah, and says that because he doesn't want other people to find it because then it'll be filled with tourists and it will kind of lose its special mentality. True. Tourists ruin everything, and I say that as a tourist. Yeah. <laughs> and says that maybe one day this could be his special place to meet, you know, like the cowherd and the weaver girl. See, that's what I'm saying. Foreshadowing. This is going to be their spot, and they're only going to be, be meeting once a fucking year. <laughs> and Palm can call them out for being a little bit of a romantic person. Oh, are you romantic? Oh. It's like, duh. <laughs> well, Nung says that he only shows people the side that he that he wants them to see. Mm. And Palm says, you must have only chose to show me your good side, because that's the only side of you I see. Wow. <laughs> He be yeah. flirting this this episode. He really be flirting because like he's like smiling more. I've noticed like even when Nung's like being like this is where you took me or like or like oh you're a fucking idiot. You just see him smiling like he's smiling this whole fucking time. He, he's he's so in love, dude. <laughs> yeah, and then Nung says that he shouldn't have such high hopes for him, and then they lay down in the sand and they hold hands. Nung thanks him. And Palm says, I'm glad you're happy because that means I'm doing my job right. I fucking love them. No, I'm serious. I love them. But still, like, dude, <laughs> what do you mean? Like, oh, yeah, I'm doing this for the job. Yeah. Like, no, you're not. <laughs> that's, yeah. See, because that smile, you did not have that smile until you were, like, here with him alone. Like... Over back at school and shit like that, you did not smile once. I did not see a single smile from you for the last five episodes. Like yeah. I noticed it so much in this episode because I was every time he smiled, I was like, oh, because because like, like we didn't get it before. So like, mm. dude, this is obviously not for that job. <laughs> yeah, but that's where the episode ends. Oh, uh, I'm gonna watch the next one like now. <laughs> oh, go ahead. Um, I'm so excited. <laughs> MVP for the episode. Hmm. I think I got mine. Pretty sure I've got mine, yeah. Okay. Three, two, one. Palm. palm. Yeah. Keep giving it to Palm. Like, yeah. I've given it to Palm probably a good chunk of these episodes I've given to Palm. And I think this might be my first time giving it to Palm. Because I know I gave it to Nung a few times. There's no way this is your first time giving it to Palm. Because I remember the episode where he beats up the robber, right? Didn't he? The robber? That was stealing the guy's stuff, the food guy's stuff. Oh, maybe I gave it to Palm. Did I give it to Palm? I, I swear we both gave it to Palm. <laughs> I might be wrong, but... I don't know. But I keep giving it to Palm because, like, he's awesome. <laughs> yeah, he was very good this episode. And, like, also he was being very flirty. Which is nice. People may be very flirty. I'm not like. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, but honestly, th this this episode was very, like, less action. I mean, it's kind of like you give it for flirty points, I guess, because that's... Yeah, very much really Kim Porsche, Kim Porsche episode 6. Very much Kim Porsche episode 6, where they're yes. just, like, together in the wilderness. Being yes. cute. Talking. <laughs> yeah. Albeit talking about how, oh, the kiss was out of pity. But, like, we'll get there. <laughs> yeah. We'll get there. It's fine. But, yeah, he was great this episode. And... He took care of Nung the whole time, and I don't know, the, they, the vibe with them, like, switched a little bit, and I think a lot of that was due to Palm kind of, like, chilling out. <laughs> yeah. Which is nice. Oh, yeah, grade me! I There were only two. Okay, so there were two vibes last week. Yeah, there were. The first one was Mother. You said that we're gonna see the Mother in the hospital. No, I didn't. And we that did not do was this. was wrong. Dang it. The second one was beach. Beach, I got right. You said a beach trip, which I, I'll i give that to you. Thank you. I swear to God, that's right. Come on. I was like, yeah. I was watching. I was like, they do go to a beach. The place they go is a beach. <laughs> yes. Okay, now we got five. Five? Some are very vague. Some are very specific. So this will either help or hurt. Christ. Christ. All right. I will write down the five. The answers for these are, because I didn't write the answers down. I just wrote down the five. So I'll see if I can remember. Okay. Okay. I remember this one. Okay. First one is searching. Wedding? Searching. 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 Like looking. I thought you said Turchik for a second. I was like, <laughs> isn't that like a weird spelling of the Pokemon? Torchic? Um, Searching. Okay. Gonna sensitively say, probably incorrectly, that Nung doesn't know where the beach was and he has to go find it on his own. Or he's trying to find the beach again or something. So, so Nung searches for the beach? Yeah. Okay. Oh, else searching could be for. <laughs> okay. Next mm. is accusations. Accusation. Goodness gracious, what the hell is next episode? Accusation. Because <laughs> I'm trying to think about, ooh, are we still going to be in this one spot? Or are we going to see what happened last, in the, in, in the other place, in, back in the city? Um, accusations. Um, does someone accuse someone of being the mole? I'm going to need more specific answers than that. Really? Oh, Oh, I have to. Yeah, I have to person, don't I? Um. Yeah, I, I need. I need. Who's accusing who? Oh shit. Um. Pong accuses. No, wait. No. Oh. No. Nung accuses his uncle. No. That just came to me last second. I'm gonna accuses. go with it. Accuses. Kit? Yes. That came to me last second. I'm gonna use it. <laughs> okay. Go off. Next. Oh, hang on. I'm trying to remember the five. Oh, okay. I, I know who this is. Okay. Next uh, is trying new things. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say Nung. Like, he's okay. in a space that he's not used to. Maybe he's trying a bunch of new things, which happened this episode, but I think it, maybe it'll happen more. Episodes. Okay. Next. A wedding. A wedding? <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. I'm going to make an educated guess. I don't think we've seen anyone really dating or getting ready to get married. So I'm just going to say the gay guys that showed up. Because we don't see anyone else in the entire show getting ready for a wedding. So I feel like it's people that just appeared. <laughs> okay. Yes, David and Wu. Okay. I don't think anyone else was talking about a wedding. Are you locking mm -hmm. it in? You seem to be yeah, locked in. Yeah, I'll lock it in. Okay, I'll lock it in. My memory is shit. Okay. The last oh yeah, wedding. wedding. Yes, the last okay. one. And this one's kind of a big one. Oh shit. Okay, I'm ready. <laughs> Someone gets arrested for shooting Tanya. <gasps> Oh my god, no! <laughs> I mean, yay, but like, wow. Okay, um, 
So it's one of the people on the motorbike. Is it like a false arrest though? So I don't know. Um, this is hard, bitch. Okay. Um, I'm never gonna get a hundred percent on these. I'm gonna say Kit. Kit. Okay. That's totally wrong, but like, because he could have someone do his dirty work for him. But I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say it's connected to Kit. Can I say that? Okay. I'm gonna say it's connected to Kit. Like it's Kit or Kit's hench dudes. Okay. So. That was our recap of Never Let Me Go, episode six. Yeah. So join us next week for episode seven of Never Let Me Go. Yay! We will see you all then. See you then. Bye, everyone. Bye.